Hello and welcome to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. This is the Alliance Pro Wrestling interview, and I'm excited today because anytime this guy comes on the show, it's it's always a blast. I'm always happy to always happy to speak with this guy. Uh, he, he's um, manager extraordinaire. Uh, very happy to welcome Mr. Tex Lexus back to the show. Tex, welcome back to the show, man. How you doing, Carl? Lewis Carlin there, baby. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. How how are you doing? How are you doing these days? You know, keeping it real. We uh, we had to leave. Uh, we had to leave Finland. We're back in Texas now, back in Amarillo, down at the ranch. But uh, okay. yeah, we're doing okay, man. Living large. Okay, that's uh, that's great, man. Actually, um, I I, I want to start off by congratulating you. Uh, you were recognized for your humanitarian efforts. I uh, got a medal from Barack Obama. I just want to congratulate you on that. And uh, tell me about um, what led to uh, you being recognized for for um, great humanitarian efforts. Well, you know, uh, it, the, the, it does say humanitarian efforts, but uh, me and Barack, you know, we go way back. Uh, I met him in Chicago years ago. We were at a Bulls game one time. I met him, talked to him, you know, all that nonsense. Long story short, you know, we're good friends now. So uh, those humanitarian medals, man, he hands those out like like Halloween candy. So he called me up the other night and said, hey, man, you want to come down and get a medal? I was like, sure, you know, why not? I got nothing else to do. So that's why we came back to the States. Well, part of the reason, right? I mean, we were in Finland, and then that's when he called me, and I, you know, under certain other circumstances, we had to come back. So, it, you know, the timing was right. So I said, sure, I'll take one of those medals. So you, so you, you really didn't do anything to earn it. He just called you up and said, come on down, and and I have a medal. I'm gonna I'm gonna present to you. Um, but you didn't actually earn the medal. Carlin, do you know how many people I employ in Tex Industries, Tex Entertainment, and the t- other Tex subsidiaries? I mean, there's thousands of people in my payroll. So I am putting food on each and every one of their tables. So if that's not humanitarian, I don't know what is. So okay, so how did when did, when did you first meet Barack Obama? You said you guys are your old friends. Uh, so what, when when did you meet him, and um, how did you guys become uh, such close friends? Well, uh, if you've been following the uh, Netflix series Last Dance about the Chicago Bulls in the '90s, uh, you'll see in one of the games Mr. Obama is there, Barack, my good friend. And uh, if you look closely. I, the, the camera pans over, but you can, it's a quick split second, real flash, but you can see me. I'm a few people over from him. And, uh, yeah, it was at that game that we, we met. We were good friends. We got, you know, we were drinking a little bit later, smoking some cigars. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, about two weeks later, we met again at Michael Jordan's suite. And, uh, then we uh, had a few more drinks, a few more cigars. And, uh, yeah, we've been good friends ever since. All right, that's 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 great, man. That's great. So uh, I see he was wearing a temple pin. Uh, is Barack Obama an official member of the temple? And if he is, did he have to go through any initiation uh, to become a full-fledged member? Well, uh, a full-fledged member, you know, he's not. Barack isn't really in the wrestling business, so uh, you know, temple is more wrestling uh, oriented, right? But we do have uh, you know some people that, that give us uh, advice and some people's uh, you know what, what do we call those some uh, you know advisors and stuff. So. I guess he's more like that, you know. Uh, he's more of like a, hmm, I guess like a like a Godfather type figure, uh, not in the not in the Marlon Brando sense, but more like you know that other guy that's not really your uncle, but he acts like your uncle. You know that that's kind of what he is to the temple. Okay, okay. I, I think you said that I could become a member of the temple, but I would have to change my name to New York Louis. Is that is that still on the table for me? I think New York Louie is a fitting name. I mean, uh, now you do have a lot of listeners out there, thousands of people listening to this podcast all the time. So uh, what do you people think? You know, you, you think Louis should change it to New York Louie? I mean, sounds catchy. I like it. What do you think? Yeah, let's, in the comment section. 
Yeah, if, if if you're listening right now, if you like the name New York Louie, uh, let me know. I mean, and I, I, who knows? I might uh, just join the temple and change my name to New York Louie, if if that's okay with you, Tex. If that's okay with you. Okay, we'll start with the name change, then we'll work on the temple stuff. Okay. Okay, that that sounds good. Oh, by the way, um, uh, Jerry Jones, uh, owner of the Dallas Cowboys, he actually had a little question he wanted me to ask you. Um, actually, first off, he says he apologizes. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, hold on, Louis. If Jerry Jones is asking about his lawnmower, I told him that thing was broken when he when I when he borrowed it and lent it to me, and he's not getting it back. Okay. Well, it's it's not about the lawnmower, but uh, I'm sure um, he'll be listening to this podcast. He'll he'll be happy to hear about that. But he he wanted first of all he wanted to apologize the last time he got together last time you guys got together uh, for the Columbia Espresso. And when things get back to normal and you guys get back together again, he will make sure that the espresso is from Italy, and he wants to know if that's okay. That's okay. I don't mind uh, Bolivian. That's okay too. Um, okay. Brazilian. I'm, I don't mind uh, Sumatran. I don't, I don't mind any of that stuff. As long as he doesn't give me the Colombian stuff again. If you're still, if you're listening to this, Jerry Jones, screw you and bring a guy, bring a winner into Dallas because I want to see another Super Bowl before I die. Hey, there you go. Uh, speaking of speaking of um, Super Bowl World Championships, uh, seems like you you're okay with uh, with the Houston Astros uh, stealing signs. I saw your your post. Uh, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So are you okay with the Houston Astros stealing signs to win a championship? And that was a lesson that my grandpa Ezekiel, or uh, my other grandpa, not Ezekiel, but uh, Jebediah, he he told me that. He told me, Tex, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You know, you got to do everything you can to win. Now, if the Houston Astros decided that, hey, you know, we can't win with skill alone, we got to think of some other ways. What's wrong with that? That's thinking outside the box. And uh, in this day and age, hey man, technology is on your side, so get it rolling. I, I don't I don't mind that at all. That the Houston Astros won. I hope they win again next year. All right, fair enough, man, fair enough. Uh, so, so let's. Um, uh, you're back in Texas now, but uh, you were you came from Finland. Uh, you were in the bunker. You moved to Finland. Uh, you flew to Finland. So, wh- why did you decide to leave the bunker and and go to Finland? Uh, I'm just I was a little conf- confused about that. Oh, jeez, Lewis, man. Okay, so one night we were out. We were playing Mario Kart here, me and uh, me and Jacob. We were playing for shots. Okay, we were shooting this nice Finnish vodka. And, uh, well, I'm a pretty good Mario Kart player, and uh, I think a lot of people know that. So Jacob was losing. He was losing hard. And much like driving regularly, driving a Mario Kart isn't very good when you drink it. So the more he drank, the more he lost. And then he got a little ticked off, and he left the igloo. And uh, the police phoned me up. He was running around naked down at the Civic Square. And uh, they said they were going to charge him. They were going to deport him. It was a whole big mess. So I paid the quick bail. I said, all right, we'll leave the country. I threw Jacob's drunk ass on the PJ, and we flew back into Amarillo. Okay. Actually, actually, my question is why, – why, my question was like – that explains why you came back to Amarillo. But my question was why did you leave the bunker to go to Finland? Oh, okay. Well, well you know, change of scenery. You know, the, the Mojave Desert, okay. there's not, not much going on there, right? And we, like I said, we were two miles below the Earth's surface. And uh, the bunker itself is only about maybe 3,000 square feet. And I can't live like that. I mean, who lives in a place like that? So uh, I got a little stir crazy in there about a week. And uh, that's when we headed off to Finland because I know a guy here in uh, in Helsinki. And he has a, a very nice luxury igloo about uh, about 10 hours uh, north of that. Okay. So what, 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 what's life like in living in an igloo? You said it's a luxury igloo. Like how big was this igloo that you're living in? 
oh, the igloo's huge. The igloo's like 8,000 square feet. So it's, it's a mansion. I mean, just because it's built of ice and all that doesn't mean it, it doesn't have nice things on the inside. I mean, the guest house that I have here at the ranch, it's very similar. You know, we have a, a very nice guest house for when uh, friends like, well, like I said, like Barack or Michael Jordan show up. Um, you know, they stay in the 8,000 uh, square foot uh, guest house. And like I said, the igloo was very similar. We had all the amenities. We had, uh, you know, Wi-Fi. We had uh, Bluetooth. We had, you know, all that stuff that you need to get around in uh, today's society. So it was good. And, uh, well, we had to leave, like I said. And I blame Jacob, which is why he's not here today. I got him under house arrest. He's, uh, yeah, he's out in the woodshed right now. And, uh, well, I told him to chop up, chop up some wood. We're going to have a fire later, and I'm going to burn all of his, uh, his Pokemon memorabilia. Why? That's horrible. Why would you have Jacob, why was Jacob on the house arrest? Who are you to put Jacob on the house arrest? That's a yeah, human he being. Leave, he made, hey, he made us leave Finland. Do you know how nice of a country Finland is to live? Good God, Lewis Carlin. Like I said, we were an 8,000-square-foot igloo. Can you imagine what the houses look like there? Every single house over there looks like Hohenstein in Germany. Okay, well, let's get back to we'll get back to Jacob in, in a little bit. Uh, but um, like you had no problems landing in Finland. I mean, with the pandemic, uh, you you had clearance to, to go no, no, from. No, uh, no, no, of course we hopped on a PJ. If you don't know what that is, that's a private jet. So we got okay. no restrictions, man. We were going back and forth. we were all over the place, man. There were some countries that we were in that I'm not allowed to say because uh, yeah, there's some uh, maybe some warrants out for certain people's arrest, maybe. Maybe not mine. Maybe it rhymes with Rex or uh, Lex. But yeah, anyways, that's a long story short. Uh, yeah, we went to Finland and uh, there was no problem. Now, now, Finland, I was reading Finland has plenty of dangerous animals. You got brown bears, wolverines, uh, walruses. Um, were you concerned that um, uh, about, the, about your safety? And like like if a walrus, say a walrus happened to just uh, make its way into the igloo. Whose whose responsibility would it have been to, to get that walrus out of the igloo? Well, that would be Jacob. That's part of his job description. Um, and that doesn't just uh, just doesn't mean uh, Finland. I mean, that's all around the world. If, if uh, a walrus yeah. comes into my office, he's supposed to get rid of him. I mean, that's uh, that's plain and simple. He signed that in ink. Um, but uh, yeah, man, uh, I don't know. What was the question again? I got a little distracted. I'm, no, I just like like you answered the question. So whose responsibility would it be to get rid yeah, of uh, yeah, yeah. a walrus? Yeah, there's also smart, there's there's also minks. There's also minks are very popular in Finland. You not you didn't happen to come back with a brand new mink coat, did you? Oh, I got so many mink coats, man. There's only so much room on the private jet. But uh, now, Lewis, you asked me that question. But um, I don't know. Uh, don't you have all those uh, those animals in Canada too? Aren't you afraid of getting attacked by a brown bear when you leave the house, or maybe a walrus? Well, I, I, I live in I live in Windsor, Ontario, so there are no no brown bears and there were uh, no walruses hanging around Windsor, Ontario. So I, I'm safe, right? I'm, That's I'm not safe. what I learned I'm... in grade school. That's not what I learned. Now stop lying to me, stop lying to all your fans, and stop lying to yourself, Lewis. It's really not not becoming of you. Okay. Well, the only thing I really need to worry about is uh, are squirrels. That's probably the most dangerous animal that that's out here. Well, actually, no. We do have deer, and they can kind of stomp you into the ground. But uh, but there are no walruses, no I've brown bears here in Windsor. I've been to Windsor before, and I've seen the people there. I think you'd be a little bit more afraid of them than you are of the squirrels. That's a pre-pandemic opinion, okay? 
Okay, there you go. There you go. So I, I, um, I, I have some wrestling questions. I'll get to them soon. But uh, I read that Jacob – I saw your post. Says Jacob is losing his mind. Is, 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 like what's going on? Is it because he's under house arrest? Or what's, what's going on with Jacob? Well, Jacob just doesn't deal with the isolation and all that well. He's real, uh, he's real social butterfly, likes to hit the clubs, likes to hit the bars, all that stuff. You know, when he has free time, I mean, I, I do give him an hour a day, so he gets to go and uh, do whatever he wants. So he likes to see people, likes to talk and, you know, go wherever he wants. So now that he can't do that, he is going a little bit crazy. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's playing a little bit too much of the Nintendo. That's why he made that, uh, that silly little picture of me as uh, the guy from Legend of Zelda. There you go. Well, I, I hope he's. I hope you. I hope you'll take him off house arrest uh, very soon. Uh, has he gotten back with his girlfriend? I know last time we spoke uh, because oh, no, of no, you, no. his his girlfriend broke up with him. That that ship has sailed. That no. Ship has, yeah. That ship has sailed. So, ladies, uh, Jacob is currently single. So uh, we will be accepting applications for the new Jacob girlfriend. Okay. There you go. If, if anyone out there is, is interested in being uh, Jacob's new girlfriend, um, text Alexis. You're accepting applications. You mean you're not going to let him choose? His, he's not going to let him choose his own girlfriend. You're gonna. You need to accept that. You need to approve the girlfriend. Hey, we we saw how this uh this this uh, resulted in last time when he chose his girlfriend. She broke up with him because he had to help me out. She didn't respect the fact that he has a a full time job. He gets a well paid, a good paycheck. He was putting food on the table and you know he suddenly he had to do something for me and she got all upset and broke up with him so that was his choice now it's my time to make the choice well i think that's i think that's a little unfair i think i think jacob uh is a grown man and uh i think he can make his own decision maybe we should just let him make his own decision on on um who he decides his girlfriend's gonna be i'll take that under advisement uh lewis pilot under g for garbage now opinion on what i should do with jacob Okay. Now, now you said you said he signed a contract, so he's not free just to resign and decide that he doesn't want to work for you anymore. He, he's he's bound to a contract. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I do have some of the greatest lawyers in the world, and you know they they spun together a nice little contract. So basically, I, I own Jacob right now. Even the money that he's earning is basically my property. So yeah. But don't tell him that, okay? He's he's in the woodshed. So I'll tell him not to listen to this podcast, or at least not to this part. And uh, yeah, it'll be our little secret. Okay, I I won't. Uh, I I'd love to speak with him. Hopefully, uh, I guess you can't get him out. Of, you can't get him out of the shed on on this podcast. But maybe next podcast I could uh, I could uh, speak with him. I really enjoyed talking with him last time, and I I hope I could get to speak with him uh, the next time um, we get together. Because I, I I'm I'm taking it today is impossible for me to speak with Jacob. Oh yeah yeah he's he's really he's busy right now. But uh, yeah I mean okay. I'm glad you like talking to him. He's a real he's a real wordsmith, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, he sure is. He sure is. Like, 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 what's he? What is he doing in the shed? <laughs> Excuse me. What is he doing in the shed? He's chopping wood because we gotta have a fire for his. Uh, oh, that's right. You did say that. You said yeah, he's yeah, chopping, yeah. chopping wood in the shed. Oh, so it's it's, it's, it's kind of like uh, you're in prison and you get sent to the hole. Is that is that basically where he is right now? He's oh, in uh, no. just. Lewis, what do you think I'm running over here at the ranch, man? It's a woodshed. We got wood. We got you got we got an axe in there. You got to chop some wood. What do you do in a woodshed? I don't know what you do in Windsor, Ontario, but in Amarillo, the woodshed is for chopping wood. Okay, that's um, 
like, like, uh, just curious. Uh, I, hope, I hope you don't mind me talking a little bit more about Jacob because um, I'm, I'm fascinated with this poor guy. Um, you said your paycheck. Uh, I, I think you mentioned how much you pay him last time. Um, I'm not going to ask you again, but but when he travels with you, uh, is he responsible for his own expenses, or or do you make him, um, or or do you let him claim his expenses and you re- reimburse him? Well, Jacob, he, he travels pretty light, and he doesn't eat very much. He's a skinny little kid, basically. Uh, so, you know, he carries his trail mix and his uh, his uh, rice crackers and stuff. And, you know, he, he kind of nibbles on that all day. And, uh, you know, come dinner time, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll let him sit maybe at the next table over, and, uh, you know, unless we have something important to discuss. But uh, usually I'm with somebody much more important than, uh, than Jacob. So, you know, he's sitting at the next table, okay. you know, trying to overhear, take notes. Uh, sometimes I'll even put a microphone on the table so that he can listen, but he can't respond, which is good because then I can just tell him what to do and stuff and he can't give me any lip. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, uh, you know, next question. I don't want to talk about Jacob anymore. The kid's pissing okay, me off. Okay, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're, done with, we're done with Jacob. Actually, you, you were on another um – you were on another uh, a podcast, uh, which I was a little surprised because I thought I had exclusive rights, exclusive podcast rights uh, to Tex Lexus, uh, but I guess I don't. Um, but um, if, you want, if you want exclusive rights, uh, Lewis, the uh, fee is going to go up. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, we'll just you know that's fine. We'll just leave it the way it is. Uh, but on this other podcast, you compared Canada to having a cyst. Can you please explain what you mean by well, what you meant by comparing Canada to having a cyst? Oh no 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 no! You you misunderstood. I didn't say Canada had a cyst. I said Canada is the cyst. You see, you picture the United okay. States, and then right on top that. That, that, that irritating boil that you have at the surface of your skin, that's a cyst. And that is basically Canada, I mean, to, to the United States. Now, I know, I know, everybody listening, they're not going to agree. Oh, Canada's great, Canada's great. And yes, I do. I love Canada. I've been, I've been all over Canada, man. I, I love our West. I love British Columbia, Alberta. It's beautiful, the mountains. You know, Canada, very nice people and stuff. The problem is, it is not the United States. It's just not. You know, you know, you got your superstar athletes, you got your your LeBron James, you got your Michael Jordans, and then you got ah, who else, man? Who else? Then you got uh, I don't watch much basketball anymore, so who's kind of a mediocre player, Lewis? You fill me in. Uh, mediocre, uh, I don't know. Um, right, no, mediocre player. La, me, mediocre player. How about uh, Lenny Lilac? Mediocre player. There you go. Lenny, are you kidding me? Lenny Lilac, if he was a basketball player, he would be a 10-time NBA champion. He'd be a 10-time MVP. He'd be a 10-time scoring champion, and he'd only be in the league for six years. Okay, there you go. I I, I can't think of any mediocre basketball player. Um, uh, anyway, let's 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 move on. Uh, I mentioned uh, Lenny Lilac. Um, are you in contact? Are you still in constant contact with the other Temple members while um while guys are in isolation? Oh sure, I talked to Mr. Lilac today. All right. Cool. And when things get back to normal, are, are the temple going to target anybody in particular? I, I know I'm sure you guys are waiting to get back, but is there anybody that you have in mind that uh, you'd possibly like to uh, to take out at the, at the next 365 show? Well, you're just going to have to show up and find out. I mean, uh, I know at the end of the uh, the last show, we had a little uh, little run in with uh, with a scumbag royalty, you know, and I know that uh, Clay Wilson is uh, he's beefing a little bit with Lenny and. So I don't know. And, you know, Cece, she basically owns the women's division. So throw anybody you want at her. She's going to beat the crap out of them. Um, 
But yeah, no, no one in particular, nothing that I can give you conclusively right now. But don't worry, when the 365 starts up again, the temple will be kicking ass and taking names. I look forward to that. I can't wait for you guys to, to get back, and um, hopefully it's 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 really soon because I know you guys are, are um, itching to get back, and I I hope this pandemic this pandemic ends soon. And I think we could agree on that, Tex. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is nuts. I mean, I, I, I'm enjoying the, the 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 free time, the isolation. You know, people who know me know that a lot of people piss me off. So, you know, it's it's good not seeing them, but. Uh, you know, I'm, st- I'm starting to get a little stir crazy. There's only so much Mario Kart you can play. You know, I already beat that Zelda game. And, you know, as you can tell, I'm a bit of a Nintendo buff. I don't really don't really get the other games too much. I mean, I'm a little bit too old for that. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I've read every book in the library here. I've watched everything on Netflix, I think. And, man, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm looking to get back to things as normal. Yeah, me too, man. Um, I um. Uh, a couple of shows that I'm going to have to get to. Uh, I know I, I, it's tough for me out here, but I, I've made some promises. As soon as you guys come back, I'm, I'm, headed, to, I'm heading to as many shows as I can, man, because I, 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 miss, uh, I miss new wrestling shows so much, man. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this, Lewis. Have you been watching yeah. the wrestling on the television lately? I, um, I watch Impact. That's, that's about it, Impact Wrestling. Okay. Now, I assume that Impact Wrestling doesn't have fans in the crowd either? Uh, they do not, no. They don't. And now, now, I don't know if this is popular opinion or not, but I'm going to give you my opinion. I think it's crap. I think watching t- watching wrestling, it might as well be no wrestling on TV because I'm watching this, and it, it people who know wrestling know that the fans make the show. The reaction of the fans, the roar of the crowd, everything, the boo and the chant and all that stuff, that is what makes wrestling to me. Two guys can be in the ring playing tiddlywinks for all I care as long as the chant, the, the, the crowd is cheering and chanting. That's fantastic. Now, it's the opposite of way around. You got these two guys putting on a fantastic match when there's nobody in the crowd. I don't even understand. I, don't, I, I can't tell if it's a fantastic match or not. I need the fans to tell me what's going on. You know, that, that's the feel of the, the television program. That's the feel of pro wrestling. And uh, without it, it makes me sick, and I wish it just wasn't on TV. Well, you know, I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I understand, really, Tex, but I'll be honest. I, I'd rather have that than nothing. I mean, I mean, take take impact for for example. What, what are they gonna do uh, if if they if they don't record in front of in front of uh, no crowd? They have they have nothing. Yeah, They'll go. I get it. I know. I know. People need to work. People need to get paid. I understand that. But uh, why not think outside the box? Do something a little bit different with your uh, with your talent. You know, maybe don't put on these standard matches. Maybe put on something something silly like we saw at WrestleMania. You know, that was fun. I mean, I don't want to see that every week. I don't want to see all of that kind of stuff. But I mean, put together a match where the guys are fighting somewhere and it's it's a little bit more, you know, I don't know, a little few more cameras working in it and everything, you know, and there's a few more antics going on. And then, you know, when you're not having matches, you can do old stuff like in the uh, in the 80s when the WWF would have on their, uh, you know, these little vignettes stuff they'd have on program where, you know, the barbershop, this stuff and that, you know, I enjoy that stuff. So, uh, you know, I think that that might be a good alternative to just putting on a match with two guys in an empty arena. And uh, I don't know, man, that gets old fast. So actually, Impact did do that with, uh, with Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. They started out in the ring, and then uh, and then they went outside, and, and the music started playing, like the action music started playing. So they, they kind of did that as well. So yeah, so that that that's that's uh, I see where you're coming from. You were talking about the Undertaker match with with AJ Styles, correct? Yeah, that's right, that one. Yeah. Now, did you enjoy that? Yeah. It was. 
I I'm did. The music. I mean, the the other one from Impact that you were talking about. Yeah, no, I I did enjoy it. The the result was I thought was ridiculous. I didn't think uh, Sammy Callahan, who you know they're building up his new character, should have lost his first match to to Ken Shamrock. But uh, but no, I, I I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. It was. But I I have nothing against them being in the ring and and uh, not in front of a crowd. I I I kind of enjoyed watching it. I I have nothing bad to say about it. No, I had to reach their own, I guess then. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see a little alternative something. And then, you know, once the crowds get back in there, then go in full tilt. Because then, you know, because to me, that's what pro wrestling is. So. Yeah, no, okay. well, I got. I, well, I see uh, AEW, they're actually putting wrestlers around the ring and they're they're cheering. I don't know if you if you saw that. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of that, but. Uh, yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's OK. And it just looks like an indie show that's running out of an arena. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I, and I I saw that in, in in I think in Colombia they were doing boxing matches, uh, with uh with social distancing crowds where the crowd they were all wearing masks. They were all tested before they came in, and they were all sitting six feet apart. Uh, do you think something like that could work? <laughs> hey, you ever see videos where a guy puts himself in a giant bubble and then rolls himself down a hill? <laughs> you ever see those? Maybe that's what they should give to everybody at these shows. You know, instead of having a, a crowd of 15,000 people, have a crowd of maybe 1,000 and everybody has those bubbles on. That's a good idea, actually. Then they could just roll around and if they want to go to concessions, they could just roll to the concessions then. That's yeah, a- sure, why not? All right. Uh, the, the WWE actually, they really, they just released a lot of wrestlers, unfortunately, and hopefully, uh, uh, a lot of them will, will find work soon. Uh, but do you think uh, you could welcome any of them into the temple um, if they, uh, if they, should they give you a call? Well, hey, maybe you know, I, there, like you said, there's a lot of talent out there that uh, needs some work. So, you know, if anybody's listening, because I know a lot of people listen to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network, whatever podcast. Sorry, I didn't know what this is called, but if I listen to Lewis Carlin's show. Uh, you know, give me a call, send me a text message, and uh, we'll try to figure something out. What, what do you mean nobody knows what this show is called? Is no, called I, don't know, I don't know what this show is called. I'm on so many of these podcasts that, I mean, is this the Joe Rogan show? You don't sound like Joe, and you don't sound high. No, this is this is not the is not it's not the Joe Rogan show. No, no, okay, okay. That was maybe that's tomorrow. I gotta check that. Yeah, you're you're probably on that tomorrow. That's probably tomorrow's podcast. Uh, that's good. You, know, you go from me to Joe Rogan. So I'm 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 uh, I uh, I feel honored that you're you're going on Joe Rogan, but you're also coming on my show. So yeah, it makes me feel good. Thanks, Tex. I appreciate that. New York Louis, Windsor, Ontario's Joe Rogan, right there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. New York Louis, man. Uh, so if you could add two dream members to the temple, uh, who do you think they would be? Of the 365 roster or uh, anybody? Oh, anybody. I mean, there's a lot of new, there's a lot of releases out there. I mean, it would be Rusev, uh, uh, Eric Young, uh, EC3. Uh, who would uh, who would you like to add? Well, I don't know, man. I like EC3. He's real brash, you know. Uh, he's uh, he's got a lot of he's got he's got dollar signs all around him, man. I, I know I could do a lot with EC3. I know I could make a lot of money with him and for him. Uh, let me see. Who else? Uh, I like Rusev. Rusev's pretty good. I spent a lot of time in uh, in Russia, in, uh, in in Moscow, St. Petersburg. I got some friends there. So, uh, yeah, sure. If Rusev came on board, uh, that would that would be pretty cool, too. And I, I, I was watching some 365 wrestling uh, with C.C. Moss against uh, Holiday. I hope I pronounced her name right, Holiday. And uh, she kind of clocked you, man. What, what did it feel like getting hit by Holiday? Oh, man, she's got hands of stone. You know, good thing I ain't no glass jaw because, you know, I, I took that, but it, she did rattle me pretty good, yeah. 
I mean, but uh, <laughs> bottom line is CC came out with a victory, right? So sometimes I got to take the lumps just to get uh, get the W in the column, right? Yeah. So so you guys are uh, you guys are faces now, right? You're, you're not uh, heels, or or you're still heels. I don't understand the whole concept of face and heel. This is professional wrestling, and we are out to win. Uh, the most important thing is winning, whether people like us or they don't like us. That really doesn't matter to me. But I know that people are cheering for us. So, you know, your 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 term face. Yeah, maybe we are, but uh, you know, I don't feel like it sometimes the way people talk to me. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, it's just pro wrestling. We're just out to win. Doesn't really matter what what people are calling us. Now there are other uh, pro wrestling managers out there, like Paul Heyman, for example. Uh, how would you compare yourself with um, with other cur- current pro wrestling managers, such as Paul Heyman? Uh, well, I like Paul Heyman. He's a very smart man. Uh, now his his manager style, uh, like I said, it, it, well, I didn't say it already, but like I think, uh, it's um the, the WWE. They like to do a lot of repetition, right? Like they like to if you saw something in this city then you can guarantee you're going to see it in that city because that's just kind of what's marketable. That's what, uh, you know, the, the blueprint that they have. So, I, I mean, I do like Paul Heyman. I like I like his style. I like his uh, his aggressiveness. I, I think he's a very smart man. Uh, the problem is, is, is what he is on television is basically just a repeat every single time, doing the same introduction for Brock Lesnar, doing the same, same, same stuff. Now, he does mix it up a bit sometimes with the backstage interviews and the uh, he is, he's, like I said, very talented, and, uh, you know, I like and I enjoy watching his work. It's just uh, if I have to see the same thing week in and week out, not that enjoyable. And, and okay, fair enough. And what did you, what, what was your opinion on on uh, Goldberg uh, defeating, um, oh, gosh, I don't watch WWE, but I forgot his name, um, The Fiend, The Fiend, The Fiend, uh, like in like under two minutes after they built up The Fiend uh, to become the WWE champion? Well, Lewis, uh, to tell you the truth, I don't watch much WWE, uh, but um, now okay. I do remember. Was that at a pay-per-view? That wasn't at WrestleMania. That was before that, right? That was at that was at the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view, yeah. Oh, at that one. Right, right. Um, yeah, geez, man, I don't know. I think what they're doing with The Fiend and uh, with Bray Wyatt is uh, they're doing him a disservice. I mean, the guy is a very talented man. Uh, character-wise, he, he's off the charts. Uh, personality, charisma, he's got everything. And uh, I mean, he's a pretty good wrestler for a big boy, too. And, uh, you know, I think it's just a shame. The, the problem is, is, is the WWE likes to have that guy that they can put on every poster that, that looks good, that can sell not just to wrestling fans, but, you know, to mainstream populace, to the to the general public. And, uh, you know, he just doesn't fit that mold. I mean, you're going to put him on the as your, your poster child for WrestleMania and hope that, uh you know, some average fan is going to bring their small children to come see The Fiend? I don't know, man. They'd rather have somebody, you know, with with, with a nice chiseled jaw and, uh, you know, good-looking fella on there. And, you know, he sells more tickets than than him. And, and it's unfortunate because Bray Wyatt is one of the most talented men that they have. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't watch WWE uh, either, but I was just uh, curious uh, your thoughts on that because uh, I know a lot of people were upset um, when Goldberg uh, – I don't I – don't th- I actually think he lost the title to um, – uh, I don't. He lost title somebody in the WWE. But um, you said you don't watch the WWE. But is there any promotion that you uh, that you do enjoy watching? Well, yeah, you know, uh, I like to watch. Uh, I like to watch the Indies a little bit. I like to go on YouTube. I like to see who uh, you know who the rising stars are. I like to see uh, a lot. I watch a lot of Eclipse. I watch Evolve. I watch uh, watch New Japan. I watch 
I used to watch Ring of Honor quite a bit, but uh, not so much ever since uh, AEW basically took half their roster. Um, yeah, man, I, and I do watch WWE from time to time. It's just it's Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. They get a little bit long and boring for me. So, uh, you know, I, I'll put that on the PVR and just kind of scroll through it. And basically, I never really stop the fast forward. It just kind of goes through. So, so maybe my opinion on all of this really doesn't matter all that much because, you know, maybe it's just it's it's what I think and rather than what I know from what I'm actually watching because, you know, I do skim through it quite a bit. Um, now, I'll tell you what, though, the, the best wrestling that you're going to see on YouTube is uh, under a, new, a channel that uh, a lot of people should be subscribing to, and that's 365 Pro Wrestling. They got almost a thousand videos on there. Fantastic videos, fantastic promos, podcasts. All this great stuff, great content, whole lot of text Lexus content on there if you're interested. So, I mean, if you're watching online, that's uh, that's the one you should be watching. That's 365 Pro Wrestling. There you go, man. And, and I am big fan of 365 Pro Wrestling. Uh, I, like I said, I can't wait for you guys to get back. What's what's the what's the temple celebration going to be like when you guys hit the ring for the first time after this whole stupid pandemic is over? Oh, you have no idea, Lewis. Don't worry. Once we get a date, we're going to set something up that's going to rock the world. I can't. I, I hope you allow me to be a part of that, man, because I'm looking forward to that, man. I hope, I hope uh, New York Louie is, is allowed to be a part of that. New York Louie is allowed to buy a ticket as much as anybody else. <laughs> That's fair enough, man. Fair enough. Well, Tex, I, I want to say uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, it's always an absolute honor, privilege, and joy to speak with you, man. And um, do, you, do you have anything you want to plug before you go? Do you have any uh, any more T-shirts? I know I got my Tex Lexus T-shirt, and I love it. Uh, but do you have any, uh, any uh, T-shirts you want to plug, any social media? I know you plug 365 Pro Wrestling. Uh, anything you want to plug, um, feel free, man. Well, anybody who wants to see more Tex Lexus, you can follow me on Instagram at Tex Lexus. Follow me on uh, uh, Facebook. It's just Tex Lexus there. Um, like I said, 365 Pro Wrestling. Check it out. Check out all the Temple members, Lenny Lilac, Jeff Black, CC Moss. And, uh, you know, other than that, I've really got nothing else to plug. I mean, this whole uh, this whole pandemic isolation thing is kind of giving me a chance to take a step back and kind of relax and, uh, you know, kind of re rejuvenate myself so I, I got nothing on the go no new t-shirts i got nothing but uh i am excited that once 365 starts up again that uh, you know we're gonna get it going it's gonna be fantastic hopefully that's soon so uh anybody listening once 365 gets going you better get yourself a ticket because it's gonna be fantastic all right, and I will. And uh, since you're allowing me to buy a ticket, I will. I will buy a ticket to that to that first show, and I uh, I look forward to seeing it, man. Well, again, thank you so that. much. What's that? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You know, every twenty dollar ticket sale, seventeen forty five goes in the pocket of Rich Uncle Tex, so it's pretty good. <laughs> There you go. There you go. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, anytime you want to come back, uh, you know, you're you're always welcome. I uh, I think this has been like the fourth or fifth time uh, we spoke, and um, it's always a pleasure, man. Uh, who knows, Louie, man? If maybe it was the fourth, fifth, who knows, sixth time. But, yeah, man, always a pleasure in New York, Louie. You take it easy. You stay safe. And uh, say hi to the wife and kids for me. Will do. You stay safe as well, and um, and say hello to the family as well, man. Well, this has been the Alliance Pro Wrestling interview. I'm your host, Lewis Carlin. Again, I want to thank my guest, wrestling manager extraordinaire, Tex Lexus. Until next time, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye-bye. <laughs>